what's up? We're back again, and it's episode seven. Somehow, we've managed to do this shit seven times. I am Buddy Danger. I am here to talk about the League of Levels and everything involved with that, and I have with me today proper football. What's going on, man? Always standard. Fantastic. A-class. Excellent. And instead of our usual guests that you would normally guess, so you'd have uh, Blitzed, or you'd have Ooh. 10 Foot, Ooh. or you'd have High Decibels, Ooh. or someone like that, we have a special guest for everyone today, and it is none other than Smoke Influence. What's going on, man? What up, what up, what up? What's going on, He fellas? is here. Finally. Yeah, we're here. The person that we've talked about more than literally anything or anyone on the podcast is finally here, and we can finally interrogate him and ask him a bunch of inappropriate questions. Uh, proper, I'll let you start. Um, do you have an innie or an outy belly button? Um, it is an innie. Good. Splash. Because right. if it wasn't, we would have had to end it shit very quickly. They can't fuck with any. Oh, dude. Audi. Did, all right, so no, straight up. No, they should burn. They should burn. On babies. No, they none look of us disgusting. have an Audi, right? They look disgusting. <laughs> Get out of here. Like, they, how, how does that happen? Like, they fuck up the umbilical cord when they cut it off? I don't know. Who knows? Someone Google that. We'll figure it out by the end of the show. Smoking blunts, more importantly. You've been a member of the League of Levels for a couple years now, right? Uh, yeah. And you got involved the first year that we started the farm, right? And tell yeah. me. I'm going to pretend like I don't know. Tell me how you got involved with the farm. Um, I met Dubs when he was living in D.C. He used, to drink, in my, he used to drink in my bar. Yeah, and, of course uh, he drank at your bar. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is your bar Sticky Rice? I used to bartend there. Oh. And I, yeah, I worked there years ago. That's so, where the crossover. I've drunk in Sticky Rice. So no, do you have a tattoo for Sticky Rice? No way. No, I don't yeah. care for free... St- <laughs> du- du- uh, Decibels does. I, I told him it also looks a little bit like the Union Jack, which he wasn't happy to see. Does he have the <laughs> Sticky Rice tramp stamp? Is that where he got it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Got it on his yeah. arm. Good. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess he gets free drinks whenever he goes back to D.C. Um, so that's nice. Nice for him. So, all right. So you met him in D.C., yes. probably at Sticky Rice or somewhere around there, and inevitably... He's he's blabbing on about the same level fantasy football league. Man, you got to join my fantasy league. Man, it's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> yeah. he, he was telling me about the stories about you guys. He he told me that what I was intrigued most is he told me the Jacob Tammy story. <laughs> <laughs> from, oh, yeah. se- from Secrets in... Uh... Yeah, because I've been to Secrets a bunch of times. So I could, you know, picture... And I've seen Jacob Tammy looks like. So I kind of <laughs> pictured the story in my head. Obviously, I wasn't there, but I was like... This league sounds fun. You know, I've been doing fantasy for a while, but you know, you you don't really know the people you're playing with. It kind of takes away some aspect of it, you know. For that, sure, that for trip sure. was the peak of this whole league. Yes, life. And, and that shit is going to happen again. Damn it, we're alluding to, and this is something for. And, and again, we love to suggest things that are just not feasible for most leagues, and we're going to do that again right here. If you have a league that's spread across the country. Try to get everyone together for the draft. It sounds ridiculous, but you will, you know, it pays. It it honestly is a cheap vacation because you're sharing a giant house. It's like a couple hundred bucks. And for, you know, four nights or so, it's ridiculous. Everyone should do it. We did it. And we still tell stories. Yeah, we still tell. (laughs) Yes, it was like one of the best investments we made in the league was having that retreat, that getaway. So, yeah, so Jacob Tammy, we were just hammered. At a bar and, and high decibel saw just really a large white guy and said, holy shit, you're Jacob Tammy and started taking pictures with that's, him. And- that's an unbelievable eyeball on Jacob Tammy because I, don't, I think there's probably a dozen NFL players that I could identify without their yeah. kit off. 
especially white ones that aren't quarterbacks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. So, so High Decibels is telling you these stories about Jacob Tammy. He's telling you about our getaway in Ocean City, Maryland. He's telling you about, I assume, our amazing scoring system or something, and yeah. he invites you to the farm. Uh, did you have any trepidation or hesitation, or were you just balls to the wall, I'm in the farm? Balls to the fucking wall, my dude. Uh, I, I like, uh, you know, enjoy fantasy. But, you know, he talked it up. He said, you know, we take it, we take it seriously enough, you know. Um, you have to remortgage you your you know? house it's, to pay the entry fee now. Money ain't a thing, man. That's, that's <laughs> for, for me, it was mostly about, uh, you know, he, he talked a big game. So it intrigued me. And uh, here we are, you know, and it's, it's uh, you know. It's been good so far, but props to High Decibels for showing me the way. It's been good so far. Bloody hell, mate. You've run a blazing trail through everything Buddy Danger created. (laughs) I'm I'm creating the obstacle course as fast as he can complete it right now. (laughs) And uh, I'm trying to think of new shit to trip you up. And so the first year you came in, you know, I I wouldn't say you stumbled just because you didn't win the league, but you entered the farm. Holding Court ended up winning the farm. Where did you finish in the first year? Do you remember? Uh, I I don't even think I made. I think I might have maybe made the playoffs. I honestly don't remember. It feels like forever ago. Um, And it's it's funny because I actually uh, entered the league with Munchin on Bunchin because me and her were dating at the time. So there was kind of a vested thing at that point in time, you know? So I remember her finishing better than me. That's what I remember more from Stinger. our first year. Yeah. She beat the shit out of me. And uh, that that it, I mean, you brought it up, so I'm going to say it. And this is obviously a very I've I, we've been through this in the past, and it hasn't worked out this way. But you you said it. You were dating someone that was in the league. Yeah. You guys are no longer dating. But you're not an item anymore. I'm on the market. I've actually <laughs> uh, been on the market for a while now. But but her. <laughs> She's still in the league competing, which is That's, totally dope to me because I, I showed her what fantasy was. That you know? is really cool to me. So shout out, shout out to Bunch of Unbunch. Not only does she have my favorite team name out of any of the levels, but sadly also, you weren't her fantasy though. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I might have been. <laughs> I am just so glad that she's still here and she's still doing it. So you guys, you, you brought each other into the league yes. and you're still here. You're competing. I think you played against each other in the cup or something. I don't remember. It's, there it's, was some, some it's fun. Yeah. So anyways, you did, you, you finished middle of the pack in the first year. You came back, you did it again, but this year you snuck around, not this year, but the one before you snuck around jackhammer at the end. You finished first. You, you graduated, you were promoted into same level and here you are. Where are we? We're going into week ten right now, and you're right. You're in the playoffs right now. In the thick of it, yeah. It's uh, it's been a good year so far. Um, and I, I, you know, kind of one of my motivations was actually the shit you were talking on draft day, buddy. (laughs) Uh, every draft pick. Oh, what is this? And I thought to myself, all right, we'll see, we'll see how this turns out. So I, you know, there's a little added motivation. Absolutely. Uh, I have no one else was. I have to just make fun of shit, and then like eight minutes later, I'm like, man, I shouldn't have made fun oh, of okay. Christian McCaffrey like that. That's going to really come back to haunt me. Well, but. I inherited a shit roster and uh, yes. it was it was a project and it's an ongoing project. You know, we're getting to the point in the year where we got to get kind of kind of get strategic with it. So, so something happened, right? And this was really big. We last week we talked about a huge trade that I made with Connecticut Coheeds where we 
decided to trade in uh, some future assets. It was really not new to the league, but it seems to be happening more frequently. This week, Smoking Blunts made a huge decision to work with none other than Proper Football on a big, big deal. So, Proper, you're not our guest today. You're always here. Smoking Blunts, explain to me what happened. I haven't well, spoken at all since this started. I'm just going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> My accent's not even as cool as yours. It's a shame. But, it's uh, close. You've got a nice voice. I think your like, laid-back sort of surfer style is, is what the league needs, a sort of more zen attitude, yeah. because seriously, it is a viper's nest in the main <laughs> league, mate. You have no idea the drama that you've walked into and you're so sweet and sort of unassuming but luckily you're just going and just dispatching with everybody um, I it's mean, working. You know, it's a thing but uh anyhow so i woke up the other day you proper had sent me an offer i wasn't really like i didn't make me jump out of bed but well i saw it you know i opened fair. up you know a little window or what have you and i saw it and i said okay i can work with that you can work with that. You know, this is my first year in the, the upper league. I got to go balls to the wall. So I said, you know, let's do it. Could be a risk for me, but that's the life, man. You got to take those risks, you know? That's how you got to right. do it. All right. So explain this. So was it just the first deal? Is this really how it happened? It was, there, was no, there was no chatting. There no, was no, no chatting. It was, it was, it was, was as perfect. It was a perfect trade as trades could go um, from my <laughs> side so. because... For me, I'm looking, I don't get to keep DeAndre Hopkins next year. I'm losing him anyway. So, I'm, you know, uh, it doesn't really bother me. I'm kind of looking to next year because at the same time, he's not the only egg in my basket. You know, AJ Green coming back, as we all know, as okay. I mentioned before. He's Very already uh, injured again. It doesn't matter. I know that. I know about his knee, but it's fine. I've got more. I've got more weapons. So, let me, let, let's pause Josh right there. Gordon on the Seahawks. Is, I'm not I, I think on. Proper admitted to the angle here and this is honestly what made me raise my eyebrow was in fact the keeper rights because this was you know it caused a lot of back and forth between coheeds and i when it came to you know michael thomas and he already was trying to keep barkley and that's why there was a first rounder involved but in this situation none of that mattered because proper's already kept him twice right so this player that you've acquired Regardless of the fact that you traded away your first round pick, you also cannot keep him anyway. If no matter what round it was, right? So yeah, this is for this year. You do not give a shit. That's this nope. is this year going. I don't give a shit because I set goals for myself. My goal, <laughs> the first goal was to not go back to the splash. <laughs> the second goal. Was win the league. The I love those two completely disparate goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't go back to the farm and win the league. Don't be in last. Be <laughs> no first. middle ground, my dude. No right. middle. I mean, that is that you don't want to be because shit. Then it would be a Madden curse, right? Because our first farm winner immediately went back to the to yeah, the farm. You don't want that on your name. We wouldn't want that to happen again. So I appreciate you, uh, obviously, making a push to not go to the farm this year. I think you're safe. I think you're safe. So far, yeah. I mean, I hope so. We'll you see. could tumble, Stranger but things, all of I will. Us could. S- I will say about that trade, though. Uh, like, I, I offered it to three people. Um, I'm glad you took it because the other two was part of a dynasty. And um, I like. <laughs> Did we it describe simple. the trade. Well, the so the trade is very simple. It's Smoking Blunt's first round pick for next year for DeAndre Hopkins, straight for this up year. right for this year. And I offered it to fourth and nine inches going into a buy, right. He turned it down and sent me this back, and I'll read this to you. Yes. Trade offer from 4th to 9 inches. Round 12, 
2021. Round three, 2020. Round eight, 2022 for DeAndre Hopkins. And round 11, 2020. And round two. It's like there was like 12 different years. Yeah. And, and I was like, bro, there's no way I'm even reading that. I can't even figure out what that, I'm turning that down Damn. immediately just because it's so complicated. I want simple. And Smoking Blunts, if anything, is a simple man with simple needs. And one of those needs is DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> I thought much. about, you know, trying to configure something with future years. And you, in our league, you can, you can trade up to three years out, which we should probably adjust. But as soon as I started thinking about 2021, I was like, I don't know what the fuck any of these should be valued I can't at. Even so think about that as a year, let alone a league. Year. <laughs> yeah. Is the world yeah. going to exist in 2021? We don't even know even be here. Exactly. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? It could be Trump again. Who knows? But uh, so so he offered you that, and I, so you just said you said no. You don't want to. Oh, that's a Belichick move, though. All those, none of those rounds really enticed me other than the third. No, it was just weird. And I texted him about it. And I was like, why are you offering me this garbage? I just want to do it simple. And he was like, oh, I just thought it'd be interesting if we brought like, like next season and the following season into it. And I was like, no, it makes it complicated. And then it makes it complicated. The next but... time I looked at my phone, Smoking Blunts has accepted the trade. I'm like, Absolutely <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah. Cheers to Forth for offering that. Props to him. I have no idea how he would have calculated those values. I feel like he's pulling it out of his ass. Not surprising. Yeah, exactly. I felt but... like I wasn't, I wouldn't be coming out on top, put it that way, if it's Forth. <laughs> I think I, it was, I, he was who like, knows? it was but. like, it was like, what's it called in legals when they hand over like discovery and they hide all of like the important stuff in loads of crap. So it takes you forever to figure <laughs> out that you're getting screwed over. That's what that felt like. Uh, yeah, I would have to agree that I, that's definitely a good description of that. But anyways, you just said, uh, I don't need this because I immediately received another trade offer from smoking blunts and here it is. And it was just Deandre Hopkins for the rest of this season because of keeper right situations. He's going back to the pool, which, you know, receiving an extra first round pick means that proper could likely just pick him right back up again. If he wants him true, true. Um, there you go. and get another first round pick. So, so you I've who just gained two first round picks, basically one first round pick. Who offered it to who? It was it was proper to smoke and blunts. He offered yeah. it to me. Okay. Yeah, because and I'm looking at I'm looking at my team and I'm like, as good as DeAndre Hopkins is, Chris Godwin's fine. You know, I've got. I literally I just picked up Sammy Watkins on waivers yesterday. Amazing, Mahomes is coming back. I'll be fine for the rest of the season without DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, so at smoke and blunts. You receive this offer. What do you do? Like, I know you have this this gusto, and you're like, I can't lose this year. I have to just do anything. But are, is there any analysis at all where you're saying, what is the value of this first-round pick? Or are you just saying, I get DeAndre Hopkins, well, I don't care? In, so, I actually had a question for you related to that. So, my first-round pick this year, I had the first overall pick. I, you know, based on the keepers and all that, I kind of forced my hand and my options. So, I picked David Johnson, right? Could I keep him if I don't have a first-round pick next year? Would I have to let him back in the pool as well? You would need a first-round pick if that was a draft pick of yours. Yeah, so David Johnson's currently on your roster. If you want to keep him, it would be a first-round pick next year, which he's probably not. You know, So you, no, he's, he not. would be released in all honesty. You wouldn't have a first-round pick, but you could. there's still time Like if you were to trade for one or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, what he's so. saying is, if he, if he, as he now doesn't have a first-round pick, <laughs> right. Does he have zero first-round keeper rights for the David Johnson? So does David Johnson yes. now automatically go back into pool unless he can somehow conjure up a first-round pick? Yes, and that's oh. sort of what Coheed's had to do, right? So next year, Coheed's, you know, he 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 can't hide it unless he decides to change his mind. He's keeping Saquon Barkley and Michael Thomas both in the first round. 
he that's why he wanted that first round pick from me. So you you need that asset in order to make that keep. So if you've already traded it and you're trying to keep someone in that round, you, you can't. If you kept someone in, in the second round and now you have to keep them in the first, you wouldn't be able to do that either. So you are correct in your assumption. David Johnson will be released to the league and high decibels will draft him. Tight. <laughs> but it's fine though. But I mean, you're going to be champion though. And I'm sure you'll find so we'll good see. value in the next rounds. Let's look Actually, at that. Let's that look at that. Great. So let's look at your roster here. Let's see you know, why, why you made this move. Uh, and let's see what proper. And I think of it helping you here. So your I should have pulled it up already, but you're smoking. Yeah, no, he's starting, got Daniel Jones. Daniel right. Jones starting at the top. Danny Dimes. I have a lot of players on by this week. But, so oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So now, but no, here's the important thing. He's got the he's got the keepers. He's got the stack. Yep. He's got the stack. Is back, and that's the reason. Oh, shit. So that's the reason. He's unstoppable now. I didn't even realize that. So he's got Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. For those of you that don't know, that are the D keepers, right? Um, but you can't start them this week because they're on bye. That was a cold-ass move from Proper. Not only a snake in the first round, but he's right as they go on bye. Uh, so you don't get to enjoy uh, Deshaun Watson plus DeAndre Hopkins together in a three-way with you until next week. Uh, but what are we looking at here? So who we're, we're taking out maybe Marvin Jones or Darren Waller. You're replacing them with DeAndre Hopkins. You're replacing Daniel Jones with, with Deshaun Watson. That's a bomb team. It, it, so we're looking at Deshaun Watson, uh, Tariq Cohen, David Johnson, Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, I don't know, Marvin Jones, or D- uh, Darren Waller at this rate right now, and you have well, the Colts Darren defense. Waller, low-key, has been having a good year for a top-five tight end. I know we don't have a tight end slot, but I noticed earlier in the year you, go to the, you go to the, the, the waiver wire, man, a lot of good tight ends low-key available, man. I know they don't have as high a ceiling as receivers, but forever, for however many good tight ends there are, yeah, they are likely available. You know, uh, but, yes. but it's probably, in my opinion, we should keep it that way. Flexible. No, that's I hate tight ends. I really do. It sucks. I mean, they're they're useful in this sense where you could yes. debate between totally. Darren Waller and Marvin Jones. It's a good debate. It but, is. It's a debate. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so. How comfortable are you? Who do you got this week? You've got really your firepower on the bench, and I and you're ten and eight, right? So if you don't win out this week, if you if you go zero and two, you're sitting at five hundred after making this trade. I'm looking for a split this week, and that would be. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm looking at the matchups. Now I'm at a bit of disadvantage, but you know, some of my players have been underperforming, and I think maybe this is the week they're up against terrible tally, projected yeah. to beat you by eight points, which is whatever. Uh, yeah. But he is, he's he he is the number one uh, receiving team right now, uh, tied for first with you, uh, ranking wise. Um, so I mean, that's going to be a tough, tough one to overcome. Uh, who else are you playing against here? Fourth and Fourth nine and inches. Nine. Now I'm rooting for you. Uh, it doesn't really matter though. At this point, he could lose both and still be doing. Fine could he for could the, rest the magic of the number though? I will remind people the magic number is thirteen, and that has traditionally been if you have you if you want to make the playoffs, you really need thirteen wins. But in all likelihood, you're going to need fourteen wins. So yeah. and that means you can only have twelve or thirteen losses. So you're right there. You need this to play off now. It sucks that there's a buy, but. Confidence level must be there if you pulled the trigger quickly, right? I needed. I, I've been, you know, the, the the I the way I just constructed my roster. You know, I I wanted to get a running back, obviously, with the first first round pick this past draft. I 
used my keeper rights for carry on Johnson. Okay. So I had David and carry on as my running backs. They were, they were powering me for a while. I got some good ads for receivers along the way, but then both of them got injured and that's when I started losing. I haven't won a match since both of them went down. So yes. I needed to upgrade other places. Because uh, David Johnson's back, hopefully for the rest of the year, but we'll see. And let's go to the other side real quick to the, of this trade proper. You're giving away Deshaun Watson, all yep. right? And like I'm like I'm alluding to here with with uh, smoking blunts, it's playoff time almost. It's playoff time, playoff push. You're right there on the line. What's your angle here? Are you going to divulge what? any of that? Yeah, my angle is pretty simple. Win as many games as I can. Uh, I've been splitting far too much. Um, and now I don't feel like DeAndre Hopkins was... I felt like I had like too many receivers. And no one wanted to take a chance on Josh Gordon, AJ Green. No one wanted Larry Fitzgerald. So DeAndre Hopkins is my only real sort of like chip with any value. I don't get to keep him anyway, so I was like, well, fuck it. I've got enough that maybe I can snake through on excellent performances from people like Sammy Watkins with Patrick Mahomes or Devontae Parker with Ryan Fitzpatrick because uh, yeah. he's been doing well over the last couple of weeks. Maybe Josh Gordon takes off. Maybe AJ Green takes off when, it, when I need him most. Who knows? But I feel like the two first-round picks next year, especially when I'm still keeping Mahomes, and now I can keep... AJ Green in the sixth round, or you know, whatever I want, really. All right, so Godwin in the you, fourth. You've like, admitted I'm, to I'm, the the keeping of Mahomes. We we figured that was that was happen, obvious. Yeah. Considering you've said it a billion times, right? Well, my question would be, how much? It's of, still the greatest trade since like like the settlers went over and like, bought <laughs> America for some beads, like that value. Tenth round Mahomes. Oh mate. Pretty good value, not last week, but pretty good value going forward. He's coming back, mate. Everyone's quietly there's a there's a sucking silence in the room, isn't there? Everyone's My question to you is, about him. is this: He's coming back. Definitely not silent. But all of those trades you you referenced that you were trying to you know push Larry Fitzgerald or AJ Green or Josh Gordon or anything else on your roster, you were trying to keep your gems, clutching your pearls, hoping you could get another gem to go with it and con someone into a two for one. I know how yep. it works. Yep, what exactly. what was the switch that flipped? Uh, I mean, I think you can get just what came I mean. at it from another angle. I was like, well, let's was look it the next trades year. that actually happened that made that decision for you or made that I switch think, go? I think it was having such disappointment in football and fantasy over the last <laughs> two weeks. I was like, I've got to look to next year now and look look at another way to do this and deandre hopkins was on the block because i can't keep him anyway you know so why not try, try and get something for him and i feel like i've got enough receivers to try and make it through the rest of this year it's not the strongest team but next year it's going to be pretty good i think so i think this is definitely like what i'm getting at is I, i'm sure that it in some way subconsciously you know we've recently had two trades that involved future draft picks i feel like there might be a snowball effect here and do either of you see this i mean I, I don't think smoke and blunts put two seconds of thought into that trade but do either of you see this as potentially going awry obviously for proper and i we've we've increased our draft capital but do you think someone could really fuck themselves uh and be mad about it or do we care i think smoking blunts is only 
just realising that he's lost his first round pick for next year. Yeah. No, it, it, it hit me. I, I, uh, it's a risk I'm willing to take, and it, it could cripple me next year. But, you know, because I also especially as a value lot of, for keepers too. So, you know, I might be able to get something. There's, the, But the thing is, the thing about next year's draft is, as we alluded to in the last pod, is important because the majority of all the best players that have been kept over the past two seasons are all free agents. And so having as many number one light and first round picks as you can is only going to help, especially as you're already keeping players. It's not yeah. that many people that are going back, but there's definitely a few that are very interesting. I, I, I think <sighs> Christian McCaffrey's going back. I know that for sure. That's definitely one. Yeah. But there, yeah, I remember we made the list and I was like, eh, there's like four or five that are interesting. But yeah, the rest of the first round are going to be running back keepers and we'll see how it goes from there. I mean, Interesting. Picks one and two in the in the in the, in the, in the, in the lottery. Smoking so, Blunt's first overall pick. That would be proper. I'll take pick number one next. Proper football. I'll take pick number two. Thank you. Good night. That'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit. Now it comes down to the balls. Now it now it really. That's the other thing that we didn't really talk about was when you trade these picks, you didn't really trade your your balls, right? So Smoking Blunt's is still going to be the one, and and so is is Coheed's. They're still going to be the ones selecting their spot, right? You know, uh, he's going to be able to when the when the lottery draws smoking blunts. We're going to say which selection would you like smoking blunts? And unless you guys have coordinated something, there really wasn't anything in the Constitution that no, says that. No, in theory, he if he wanted to screw me, he could now like just gleefully give away or trade away or lose balls. all his balls before the end of the season. <laughs> but it would leave me with at least one. And as we all found out, I think. Wasn't it the last first ones that were like the least balls there? Like it was the me. people with the most balls ended up picking <laughs> like, like yeah, last. Smoke of Bloods won. That was crazy, man. I was tripping balls too, like, literally. <laughs> and then literally. my ball got chosen. <laughs> I mean, that was wild. And it was a shame that it wasn't like, you know, next year where you, there's all these picks available. But that being said, it's still pretty cool to be number one. In I mean, way. David Johnson was, was released <laughs> last year, so he was one of the ones you would have said – the same story about so it's who knows what you're gonna it, get you know or what you it, gave you away yeah but you could technically fuck proper over if you got rid of some of your balls or if you lost them on a lock or something like that that kind of screws him but really at the end of the day you could screw him also by choosing something that he wouldn't like um but really why are we, why are we running through all the ways proper can get screwed <laughs> over? but i guess the reason why i brought it up is when just remember as we enter this final weekend of trades because fyi uh, everyone, let me just let me hit the alarm here. The trade deadline. That was a horrible alarm. This, yeah. If you wake up to that, you're a psychopath. Uh, the trade deadline this Monday night. All right, that's uh, Eastern Standard Time, 11:59 p.m. Your trade has to be in CBS by that time, any level. Okay. So, having said that, want to just really just remind everyone when you trade a future draft pick that pick itself is not exact yet you're trading that round okay so it could move it could it could go up or down depending on where that person ends up drafting or or landing in the lottery so tread lightly average out your your numbers so so you don't think that you're getting more than you do but uh i've got one more thing for smoking blunts and your team uh, and what you're going through right now, you've really set yourself back. And I want to sort of reprimand you uh, just a little bit. Go for it. You're losing right now. Let me do the number. 
You're losing by 49.8 to AOL for life in the next level cup final four. Okay. And yep. what you're doing here, what you're doing to us uh, with this and also trading for an asset that you can now not use in the second leg. Okay. You're fucking us. All right. You're letting AOL move on. This whole thing is rigged. Let me tell you, uh, what do you think your chances are right now of beating AOL's score by more than 50 this week? Uh, I got to I gotta see his, <laughs> I don't even, what is his lineup? I don't even know. Let me see this lineup. So you, you're projected for probably like not 90. Good. <laughs> probably not good. But AOL for life is projected for 103. So you're projected to lose by 13 here. Uh, you know, anything's possible. Rivers, Henry, Elliot, I don't think Evans, it's going to necessarily yeah. happen. Fuck, AOL's going tight. to the final. The next Next Level Cup update. All right. Proper. Can I just ask? Yeah, I was going to ask this because I don't know. I don't as much effort as you put into making that website. I've never once used it. And I know I could see what Jackhammer has, but I'd rather just have you tell me now. I will tell you now because honestly, if you, I, have, I have to update it for this week still. I'm be, I've been lazy this week. So See? See? It paid off. Yeah, you didn't need to do it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell How you, last week, by? you scored 92.66. All right. Yeah. Let's pull up the final Gardner, scores. I'm not going to lie. Gardner let me down. <laughs> yeah, of course. Now you blame it on Gardner. <laughs> His fault completely. Oh, he's back. He's back in the pool. Anyone can grab Gardner now. <laughs> he's also in the farm pool, was dropped immediately as well. They named Nick Foles the starter, right? Immediately. Good. All right. So you scored, let me just say it again, 92.66. Yeah, I, I want to know what he scored. He scored 108.3. Oh, that's not that so bad. 108.3 minus... It's like 20. I'm behind all... 92.66. 16. 16. There we go. 15 and a half, really. So looking at his lineup, he's got... Let me see what CBS is previewing for him. Jack What's Hammer right now. Oh, God damn. <laughs> that's not good. That's not a good sound to hear. 121. <laughs> Uh, projected what? on CBS right now. We're talking Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, Ezekiel Elliott, Chris Godwin, Michael Thomas, Austin Chris Godwin Eckler. doesn't count. Chris Godwin doesn't count. Chris and Godwin and That's Nulls. true. How do you draft a lineup like that? Are they, How are do you draft have... a lineup like this? And I shared he this. He did it last year, too. He had a crazy lineup. I was, so, I was shocked when I beat him. I, I remember that day. I was, like, traveling in the airport. And the I point discrepancy the score, right like now. killed me. In the farm is astronomical. Okay. And, and so, first of all, proper best of luck to you, guy. All right. If you can win that game by 16, goddamn. Yeah, I hope so. Good luck. So, someone needs to defeat AOL, whether it's me or Jack Hammer. So, speaking of crazy scores, Jack Hammer's been doing this pretty frequently, and he surprisingly is not in first place when it comes to points. He's in first place with wins, but he's not with points, and he's not even fucking close. Hanging with Hernandez right now has 2,257 points scored, and she's in second place. Uh, but their combined score, or if we just look at them, 2,257, and Jack Hammer's at 2,042. The next highest in the farm is 1779. Damn, when you said those numbers, it's like when, when they were combining Adrian Peterson and Frank Gore's ages <laughs> when they played against each other. So they are running away with it. It's not even close right now. Um, and do we think, well, I, I've been thinking personally that this is really just, you know, they just started with keepers. They haven't actually made any keeps yet. Do we think this kind of evens out after a year or two or do we need higher quality uh tillers of the farm i feel like a lot of the 
people who did good in the farm the last couple of years haven't shown up this year. So maybe the interest has waned a bit. I don't know. The Perhaps. commitment's there. Maybe people just don't care. I would add this. Ooh. If you're a farm member that does care, here's something interesting. I checked the other day. Again, let me hit the, let me hit the alarm. The trade deadline is Monday night at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We Unless don't you're 10 have... foot when you're in, and it's Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, I have no idea what it is for whoever else is not on Eastern Standard Time, so figure it out yourselves, all right? Uh, but there is nothing in the bylaws. There is nothing in the Constitution prohibiting a farm team from trading for or trading away future draft picks okay we enabled keepers for the first time going into this season so this will be the first time anyone can keep anyone but we did not eliminate anyone's ability to trade future draft picks and let, let me see let me say why that's important there's no relegation from the farm there is nothing to lose so if you are currently i don't know in 10th place why are you not trading for picks for next year. I'm not I'm not trying to encourage it. I'm obviously encouraging it, but someone should rob the bank before we make it illegal to rob banks. That's actually quite good advice. Rob that bank. Rob Straight it. up. That's my tip to any farmer right now. You have until Monday night to craft something to trade away an asset with keepers involved. Remember, none of these players have been kept, so everybody's got two keeps left if you're trying to sell a future pick. Remember that, but build if you're if you're any given Sunday, if you're gridiron warfare, if you're looking at, you know, the be, being the AOL of the farm and just being laughed at, no no re repercussions. Make that fucking move, right? Build your capital because you've got nothing else to lose. That's that's my two cents. I'm glad you guys agree with that. I'm glad I needed to get that off my chest. I don't know why it hasn't happened yet. Well, there you go. All right. So that wraps up our fantasy football discussion. Does anybody have any, any stories about the – I have one story here about the NFL, so, about sports. But does anyone have anything about week, week 10 coming up? You want to talk about your team real quick before we move on? Nah. No. I'll let, I'll let my team do the talking. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, please beat Jackhammer by 16. I want to talk about – Matt Jones, and I'm, I'm sure that that's a sports. I'm sure that as that's in a, the old running back from Washington. Yeah, right. like a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that Matt Jones. No, Matt Jones uh, is. Uh, I've never heard him. I, I will hand to God, never heard the guy. But he is a sports radio guy in Kentucky right now, and I think all of us sports media guys should really band together. Unless you're Mike Francesa, fuck out of here. But. Matt Jones seems like a pretty good guy. And what happened to him yesterday was he is uh, a pretty fucking large radio show in Kentucky, primarily college sports. So they're, you know, big basketball, football teams there. Um, they took him off the air and he's on 35 affiliate stations in the state. And the reason they took him off the air, shit you not, is because there are rumors that he might, might be running for Senate in Mitch McConnell would be his opponent, and Mitch McConnell filed an FEC complaint. That's politics, man, if that's true. Splash. So he is I, today... I really lost track of that at the end. You, so maybe you don't understand how, how things work here, but what Mitch, old Mitchie McConnell, who is, he's, he's one of our Boris Johnsons, for you proper. Looks like a turtle. Looks like a turtle. 
He and and mind you, Mitch McConnell is the is like the majority leader of the Senate. This guy has a microphone and the ability to speak to the public every single day. He's complaining and saying that this Matt Jones guy, who's I'm looking at him now, he's just wearing a Chicago Bears baseball cap and his Twitter profile and his his Twitter profile uh, 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 big cover photo is the picture of the Kentucky Sports Bar and Grill that I'm sure he somehow co-owns. Right, this guy is one of us. He's shutting him down, saying that he's just going. It's illegal to have this, you know, radio show if he's running for office. So they shut down the fucking show. And right now, as we record this, if you look on Twitter right now, hashtag free Matt Jones is trending right now. Number one. I'm going to post a photo of the running back Matt Jones under that hashtag. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, he's still a free agent. <laughs> so anyway it's just i wanted to throw it out there on the podcast because people actually listen to this fucking hashtag free matt jones it's a fucked up story fuck mitch mcconnell anyways and i think honestly this this decision by mitch mcconnell could backfire because it, who would have known about this guy before this so let's get it going twitter hashtag free matt jones i'm behind i'm, it. I'm looking at his twitter right now and i think he beat you proper to the joke about matt jones the running no guy. no <laughs> no never mind it seems an obvious one he it's said that one it. quarterback from arkansas everyone's thinking about so maybe there's a lot of matt jones maybe it's a common name it, it sounds be. like a common name sounds like. it definitely is but For that's that's what i had to add this this week it, in terms of my personal fantasy life, I didn't even get to talk about my team this week, which I'm sure everyone's dying to hear about. I just, I am, I traded away my assets and I'm just content with that. I'm just trying not to go to the farm. But before we get on with whatever you guys want to talk about next, let's give a quick breakdown of both, not a breakdown, but just a run through real quick. Same level in farm standings right now. Oh, fuck. Uh, first and second place for same level, fourth and nine inches. And blitz both. God. At, well, I should, you know, let me let me include ten foot. He's here too. He's tied for first, but oh, good. And, and looking at it by points, oh shit. AOL for life is actually in first place for points, but he's in sixth place for wins, so he's getting properly destroyed this season. Uh, but. Fourth and nine inches in second place for points. I believe, if I'm looking at it right, Blitz is in third. Not looking good for us, guys. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to have first and second seeds in all likelihood. Um, but for us, Smoking Blunts, you're one, two, three, four, fifth place right now, 10 and eight. You're trying to split this week. Oh, yeah. You've got 1,822 points. Terrible tally is actually one of your opponents, correct? And that is the person right ahead of you. So that's a two. That's a two winner, right? That's, that's a must win right now for you both. You gotta of us, beat really. tally. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. I'm pulling for you. The bottom Thank of you. the standings right now. We're looking at Coheeds. We're looking at the. Speaking of, so Coheeds trades for Michael Thomas, right? He gets my first round draft pick. He's got twelve losses, as and I I mentioned just twenty minutes ago. The magic number is 13. This guy is not making the playoffs. He's in the last place. Would you make a trade just to keep the person right now? What what person are you talking so, about? So he tra- well, I guess I should be more specific. He traded me for Michael Thomas, right? He so, traded for Michael Thomas, but he's in last place. But he's in last place. Yeah, I mean, it seems... I don't know what, what his logic on it was, but I... 
I don't know. It seems like you don't have much to gain at this point. I didn't Why really think about it. I mean, I guess that was before he lost last week. He lost both games last week, so maybe he was looking at it through a different lens. Uh, right above him, we're looking at high decibels, same record, a uh, decent amount more points than Booyah, Bapes, and me, Buddy Danger. Those are the bottom five uh, going from the bottom up. I am not feeling good about it. And then proper, you're above me, but you got two wins on us. You got a little cushion there. So how confident are you, proper, in staying out of the AOL tournament? Oh, no, I'll be fine. Um, I, I, I think I'll still probably make the playoffs, but I won't last very long. You'll probably make the playoffs. All right, let's uh, write that down. So let's look over at the farm and see how they're doing. I, uh, I, I said it earlier. Points-wise, hanging with Hernandez, but wins. Jackhammer first place, second place, hanging with Hernandez. Third, talk to the hand, which, Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, fourth, Saxon the City. Fifth, Overlords and Demigods. And sixth, Woods, you rather. They're all over the place once you're out of the first and second, though. So, honestly, anything could happen. But the bottom four, this is just sad to me. <laughs> bottom four, holding court, 3-15, and 15. Hasn't even scored 1,500 points yet. Gridiron doing the warfare. Same, doing the same nonsense as she did yep. Yep. <laughs> when she was up in the Get your in shit the together. Ether. Right? Fucking cokehead nutball. All right, Gridiron Warfare, 5-13. and 13. He's in second to last place, 11th. 1,694 points, so he's definitely getting fucked here. He's got more points than the next five people. Uh, and any given Sunday, 6-12, and 12, she's down here in the, dwe the dweller. Dweller? Cellar. Seller, seller. Any given Sunday, six and twelve, and then big TDs and munching on bunching, munching on bunching, right there, borderline AOL for the farm, which again means nothing. But there it is. I think Jack Hammer wins it all. Probably. I think he wins the cup too. I think he Shout moves out on. Shout to Jack Hammer, man. Back in the back in the hunt. <sighs> Fuck. So I, th I love how you're just openly disrespecting me to my face. You laugh at my playoff aspirations and then you just assume Jack you Hammer well me. I mean you traded Disgust away me. an asset going to the buy so it doesn't look like on the surface that you're throwing the cup game at all like you were going to have to do this anyways this week you know what I, what I should do if I if AJ Groom is playing I would honestly consider benching Chris Godwin just so that I had the that's opportunity a good idea. to possibly outscore him but he's not see that's the, that's the exactly what I was looking for you know, something to happen like that where someone has to make that call. Like, I might actually hurt my chances in the actual league because I want to do But anyways, yeah. Won't happen. But best of luck yeah. to you on winning that. No. I hope you do. Thanks. But I, honestly, I hope you don't because then we have a real good shot at AOL winning the whole thing. If we don't want AOL, I think we got a room for Jackhammer here. Okay, if I'm out the running, I mean, where's your loyalty here? This is your backing someone in the farm yeah. over me. You sucked off Jack Hammer last year, and he lost to Smoking <laughs> well, Blunts. Him off, and yeah. then you didn't talk about it. You Splash. didn't mention this. You didn't apologize to Smoking Blunts for not mentioning him at all until like the last two weeks of last season, it, when all yeah. of a sudden you had to like read up on who he was. Exactly. And now you're coming at me, the the stalwart people's champion of the same level. Like this, you disgust me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and smoke a blunt, I'm sorry to you too. I should have seen You're not going to make the playoffs. All right? Your <laughs> wife isn't either. And nor is any other member of your family that's in the league. I know. You're bitter it is, about that. I am, Don't I, trap me with you. I've still got a, I haven't got, even got a losing <laughs> record yet. Never have. 
I, every time you bring up the the royal families, I cringe because I'm like, oh fuck, don't talk about how ours is doing. Yeah, right no, now. yeah, exactly. Yours is a dumpster fire of a family. <laughs> yours is yours is a fan boat barbecue of a family. It's not pretty right now, <laughs> buddy. Bapes, high decibels, all of us right there in the thick of the AOL tournament, and it could be any one of us. So we just we just keep saying, oh, it's definitely booyah. It's definitely gonna be it. Fuck. Anyways, I, that's I've I've run out of shit to talk about, so I'm gonna let me pass proper host it for a second. Um, did you see that the uh, the Buccaneers are starting a one-eyed player at linebacker this week? <laughs> Robert uh, Wyo, man. I know it's Thank great. It's like that in, in in a way to boost ticket sales. They're starting an actual pirate. <laughs> well, they already have a player with missing fingers too. Or this seems like they're exactly. it's got a disabilities act or something, man. It's gonna be great. Is he gonna wear an eye patch? Do you know, or is it like just I don't a... know? But we've done a great meme. People should check out the uh, National of Interest League. <laughs> Spoken um, Buns, you were on. You watched, the, you? you watched the unboxing video the other the other day. That was nice of you. All right, good on Spoken Blunts. Okay, right. Okay, great. He's gone. Oh, the the boxing video. I thought you meant like box, like pugilism. Yeah, I remember that no. fight. No, the, the 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 unboxing. Yeah, I I did. You know, because I'm always on Instagram, man, and it popped up, and I said, "What up from DC?" And they didn't know who I was. So shout out to you guys. Well, you didn't know. You didn't use your name. Uh, which obviously doesn't help because there was like to maintain there was mysterious dozens of people watching that live feed. I'll tell you there that. There was like not thousands, maybe like fifty. I said I said dozens. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't Some worry. Dozens. I know. I know what our numbers are, mate. Thanks. <laughs> maybe like fifty. Yeah, it's I enjoy the page. So there, there, there was a Patriots cool. jacket that was so fly, but someone bought it, and I was really bummed about it. Tends to happen. Yeah. Why are you not helping next them time out? We get some good Pats gear. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, whenever Pat's gear comes in, we have to disinfect it from the racism uh, that has inhabited <laughs> yeah. it beforehand and Just get the smell of, you know, beans and lobster out. <laughs> What's the worst thing you've ever got? Have, have you ever gotten something and been like, what the fuck is this? Absolutely. Anything in triple XL, generally from yes. one of the Midwestern teams, oh. will always stink. Kansas City Chiefs, triple XL. Yeah. Can't, yeah, or Cleveland Browns, a sad man that supports the Browns that is the size of a balloon that does nothing other than eat Skyline chili and cry. It smells like and cigarettes. Sweat. Yeah, and probably died in it. That's probably why we have it. You know, diabetes, man, is killer. It happened to me, um, sort of. I, <laughs> I, my parents gave me a, a futon to sleep on for like a year when I was in high school, and then wow, we, royalty in yeah. Florida. That is. Oh, this is when like, I was in Maryland. So. Check it. Oh, okay. All right. Fine. A year later, we get rid of the futon because we're like moving or whatever. And they said, oh, yeah, we never told you that we got that from the neighbor down the street because he died on it. <laughs> they fucking told me like a year. I slept on it for 365 nights. And then they were like, I'd love oh, to yeah. sleep on a dead man's bed. But I've inherited his spirit now. And that's where my soul comes from. My soulful spirit. My soulful attitude. <laughs> okay. He was a nice guy. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, we got a, we got a big week. Who plays tonight? It's Thursday right now. Raiders, uh, Chargers, Chargers, Raiders. Are you? What did you think of the news this week about them going to London? Uh, it's disgusting. Dis- why? It's completely useless. It was a terrible idea that shouldn't have been taken seriously, and and kind of set back the movement of having a London team. I think big time. Why? Because it's just ridiculous. I feel like There's it's no the most realistic. The Chargers. 
to London. It's a team it's that could stupid. leave. Like I, I feel like any other team leaving. So what? But it kind of pr- proves the point that they're not willing to even think about it. They're just doing whatever is best for, to make money quickly, and it doesn't make sense. Like. If you're going to do a London team, do it to have like longevity. No, but okay. After proving it works over a number of years. But tell like, me who. Tell can't. me who would be the team you'd be cool with. Honestly, not many of them. But not the many. thing is, not many of the people there would be happy for their team to go to London. So, what are you asking for an expansion team? I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I feel like care. any other team is abandoning a stadium. And then that's going to be like a really bad picture as like the vines start taking over. And it... But Yeah, I mean, have you seen Detroit recently? Char- I mean, it's the, like the, the last Chargers, thing that still isn't like that. They're literally leasing their games from a different owner. Like they wouldn't even be abandoning a physical space. They could be one of the easiest teams to just go. Don't they just play in a soccer stadium too or some soccer field or whatever? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> clay dirt pitch outside of a school but they would probably have one of the nicest facilities in the nfl if they were in london how would that work logistically would a london team it would have fucking to do like suck a road for trip everyone. especially no, that it, w- it, w- it wouldn't be that bad it'd be the worst no it wouldn't they just have to live on a different timetable <laughs> like literally like live on sort of like a, a timetable that's in between <laughs> It would be. I, I saw a so video. They get on up the, really, really early and go to bed really early. Like that's just what they'd have to do. I saw a video on the logistics the of going to the London games, and it's. I don't know how they would do it, but if the money's there, they'll make it work. They will. I think a Super Bowl would come first, more quicker than the London franchise. I think they'd that do would a make more Super sense. Bowl. A Super Bowl in London would make way more sense. Yeah, and it would be so much better on the timing as well, because you guys would get to have like an afternoon London. Super Bowl. Yeah, would be great. Maybe. Buddy, you know you'd be up for like a 4 p.m. Super Bowl kickoff. I mean, it's already like a 6.30 kickoff. Exactly. Well, all right then. We'll take it back even... Because well, it would be a nighttime game here. So then the rest of the world could watch it. So it would probably be an 8 o'clock kickoff here, which would be 3 p.m. on the East Coast, which would be noon on the West Coast. People could have a Super Bowl lunch. Oh, it's too early. No. Super Bowl brunch. Nachos for breakfast. No. Yeah. I don't think it works. Huevos Rancheros, it would be. I would always order Huevos Rancheros. I got a horrible one. I feel like everyone does it differently. I'm a corned beef hash man. I like cereal. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, all right, we're getting ready. It's week 10. A couple more weeks, and we're in the playoffs. We're going to keep doing this show, flying by the seat of our pants. But... For now, we've got nothing else to say. We've given you everything. I have got. something to say. What are you talking about? What do you I've got? got one more thing to say. You didn't even ask me. I'm, I'm literally just looking at my watch. Like, what are we doing? We're doing a giveaway. Oh. Uh, for an assigned Aussie Umenura two-time Super Bowl winning jersey. Ah! Over at National Vintage League. So go. If you're not following, go tag the post and you could win. Yes. Go in there, tag the post, get this free shit from proper. Make him give out more free shit because it hits his bottom line and it distracts yep. him from the waiver wire. <laughs> Am what I right? talking about? I murdered the waiver wire this week. Sammy Watkins and Jarvis Landry straight slotted in into my empty wide receiver spot. I swung and missed on two bids and it sucked. So there we are. Yeah. Smoking Blunts, you promoting anything? What you got going on, man? Um, no, nah, just promoting living life and keeping it fucking real, my man. 
we're just out here. Thanks for having me on the show, man. Uh, I think you guys are great, and I'm going to continue being a listener, but it was cool being a part of it today. And uh, He's basically I saying I'm never coming now, back. So I can just, you know. <laughs> Talk to people on the internet on a mic now. Yes, it was uh, it was <laughs> definitely Seriously. awesome having you. Thank you for joining us. We'll have you back, Good man. Looking. Everybody's coming back at some point. I, I think High Decibels is next, though. I said that earlier, and I was like, when the fuck is he coming back? But uh, Smoke and Bloods, shout out to you, man. Congratulations on what you've done with the farm and, and promotion all the way to the same level. And now here you are in the final four of the next level cup. We might be talking about someone in the Omega level if he can beat AOL by 50 this week. But... Uh, for proper football and smoking blunts on Buddy Danger, this is the same level. We'll see you next week. We're out of here. Later. Fucking cokehead nutball.